Hello? Is anybody out there? Because this is Drunken Book Club with your host, Christopher the Stranded Rupal. <laughs> he read a very serious story today. And who am I joined today with? The Prince of Medical Malpractice, Sam. <laughs> and Sam, what did we read today? We read a Stephen King short story... No, I can't remember the name of the title. I'm not, I'm not letting her see my notes. I'm not letting her Survivor. You got the first word. Survivor. Survivor. Type. Type. We okay. read Survivor Type from Skeleton Crew. I know, and that's something that's not from Graveyard Shift. So crazy, right? And the reason I chose this specific short story was, you know what month it is? It's November. You know what happens this month? Thanksgiving. And we needed a book... We need a story about eating some tasty things. I would not describe this as tasty. Ooh, only the best. Ooh, he ate he ate three different things on that island, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Couple, two of those were horrific. And uh, so Sam, what'd you pregame on? We didn't really have any themed drinks because didn't really plan this one out too much. It was a little uh, short notice. A little short notice? I mean, Sam didn't even know she was going to need to be on this one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I was hoping I wasn't, and then it was like, nope. We and Noelle got busy, and Brent, poor Brandon got COVID. So. Brandon, hope you're okay. Yep. I have a Dr. Pepper with the Captain Morgan cherry and vanilla, because you can never go wrong with that. Hey, second week in a row. Yes. Actually, this will be <laughs> technically the episode after that. It's going to be <laughs> the one where we had it before. Uh, but hey, it's the second week in a row of recording. We recorded the Trolls one before we recorded this one. Uh, and I had a couple things. I made myself a teacher's aide earlier while you were grabbing Jimmy John's. And then I had, I put a little bit of Southern cover in my Diet Coke, which was a very good one. Also known as a Georgia special. It's, it's not, I just call it that because I feel like that makes sense. Both are Georgian. Yeah. And now I'm currently nursing a, uh, Trader Joe's spiced apple cider with some, Jack Daniels, uh, oh god, I can't, uh, winter something, winter spice or something. It's it's their it's their um their hard cider drink that comes in a bottle, and it's okay. It, it's really good with the spice cider. I'm gonna tell you. I mean, front. you said you liked it when I got it for you. The uh, the other one was the better one. Oh yeah, because they're the one that I did get you. Yeah, and then that, this one was the this one's weak. Yeah, it's it's not as good. It's like. Like, I think they're just two different types of batches. Yeah. But it goes really good with this. That's what's, I can't even taste it in this in this spider because this cider is really powerful. And you yeah. saw, I put a whole shot and it was like, needs more Daniels. And you saw me pour more in. Yeah. Still can't taste the alcohol. So. But it's pretty good. Alrighty. So, Sam, what were your first impressions of this book? Did you know anything about this one before going in? So you told me what it was about. Okay, yeah, I did. So you were like, it's the Simpsons episode where Homer eats himself, but instead of him just being gluttonous, <laughs> it's survival. survival. Yeah. So that was all I knew about it. Yep. So, you know, obviously I already knew about this one beforehand. I had not read it technically because this is my first time owning skeleton crew but i had listened to uh the losers club a stephen king podcast and they did a ranking system of like all of the short stories in this book and when they brought this one up i was like this sounds really freaking good you know i'm i I bring it up a lot comes up in conversation a lot i'm like hey have you ever read survivor type here you go read it up (laughs) does 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 that does those themes come up regularly for you all the time Five-year-olds to 65-year-olds. Tell them all the time. Some six-year-old. I'm hungry. Eat your own foot. Eat it. Eat it, son. Eat <laughs> it, boy. Uh, but yeah, yeah. 
apparently Stephen King had this story in his head for like a bunch of years, but he could not sell this story to like any magazines. Like no gentleman magazine wanted a story about someone eating themselves. I, I, I can understand that, honestly. Yeah. Like. And apparently he, uh, what's it called? He has a, he has a, or had at least, I don't think the doctor is still his neighbor. Uh, he had a, a doctor as a neighbor and he asked him, could this physically really work? And the beginning quote of this book is literally word for word what he told him. So, uh, let's go ahead and begin because, uh, the story opens with the following epigraph. Sooner or later, the question comes up in every medical student's career. How much shock trauma can the patient stand? Different instructors answer the question in different ways, but cut to its base level, the answer is always another question. How badly does the patient want to survive? Cut to survivor time. Boom, boom. (laughs) Sorry, just the fucking Law and Order music that you just put. I don't know what else to put. I don't know. So survivor type is written as the diary of a disgraced surgeon, Richard Pine. Uh, Nee, Pinzetti. Uh, who, while attempting to smuggle a large amount of heroin aboard a cruise ship, is forced to escape when an explosion causes the ship to sink. Which I found that was kind of a weird, like, idea that, like, he's just on this cruise ship and then, like, no one else makes it out alive. Yeah. You know? Like, everyone's fucking panic. I mean, I get it. People probably would panic, but I feel like there had to have been someone else on there, you know? Maybe they actually got saved or something. Maybe. I don't know. I also found the cruise ship idea to be so weird. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, 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 I personally feel like it's so out of left field that the ship exploded. I feel like what should have happened was, like, someone may have found his drugs and was like, oh, you're going overboard. And, like, they throw him overboard with his drugs. You know, I feel like that would have made more sense. I thought a storm. A storm? That could have been a good a idea, storm made too. more sense to me of, like, because storms happen. Yeah. And sometimes ships don't survive them. <laughs> ships happen. <laughs> But yeah, like I, I found the whole sh- the explosion on the ship to be a little weird. Yeah, a little, a little off in my opinion. Feels like not the biggest part of. Yeah, it's just kind of more of a nitpick than anything. Yeah, just a little nitpick. He relates growing up poor in an Italian American neighborhood and playing college football, which he hated, to get into a good college, and then went on to medical school, and in time, a successful practice until his illegal distribution of prescription medicines and blank forms led to the loss of his license. You mean what happened back in the two thousands? So I, then one of my first, one of my thoughts was of this. Yeah, is this literally could not have like this could this had to have been written in the time it was. Yeah, considering that nowadays with federal like drug prescriptions for any kind of painkiller, mm-hmm. it is a federal database. Yeah, like literally, you can't just hand it out. Mm-hmm. It is like unless you went real underground and just went straight illegal. Yeah. So that was one of my thoughts of, like, it's not it's this way anymore. It's definitely aged in that sense. Yeah. Like, it could not be written today as a modern story. At least not in the way it is right now. Yeah. It'd, ch- it'd have to change, but it's not... Doctors doing shady shit for money is not a new thing. Yeah, or an no. old thing. Or an old thing. He arranged to smuggle heroin from Vietnam to make a large amount of money, which would then be distributed for bribes that would enable him to return to practicing medicine... While encountering a storm in his empty lifeboat, Pine finds himself marooned on a tiny island in the Pacific Ocean with the skipper to uh, the movie star, the professor and Marianne here on Gilligan's Isle. No, it's not. There's not enough coconuts. 
Now eat your fucking foot, Gilligan. Gilligan! What are you doing? I'm eating my foot, sir. I, I just got so hungry. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ! Oh, Do you see all the fucking coconuts we have? We have so much food. Just eat anything. I needed meat. Oh. Fish. Fish. Uh, it's not kosher. Fish is kosher. L'chaim. The, the rabbi has to bless it first. Prove me wrong. I'm Gilligan. <laughs> this is my voice. And Michael Sarah is Gilligan. <laughs> uh, John Goodman as the skipper. Oh! Uh, the movie star. I don't know. <laughs> Why are we getting into Gilligan's Island? You That's, were the one that got into Gilligan's uh, Island. You, well, you... for what it's worth, I did make a list of my favorite Gilligan's Island episodes per season for this upcoming week's uh, weekly lineup pair-up. See it this upcoming Friday when this episode's released, if you're a patron. Or wait a week and then it's available for the free patrons. Hey. Uh, let me get back on track here. Did I say that uh, he was marooned on a tiny island in the Pacific Ocean whose exact location is completely unknown to him with very limited supplies and no food? A self-proclaimed survivor type, Pine bitterly whiles away the time by using a logbook as his diary, detailing his rise and fall in the medical profession and his determination to survive this ordeal, yet even with the people that screwed him over and return to prosperity. Over time, the diary entries become more and more disjointed and raving, revealing Pine's slow mental decay and eventual insanity caused by starvation, isolation, and drug use. Drugs, just say no. Isolation, just say no. Starvation. You could you could stand to lose some poise, some pounds, boobala. Just stop. I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to Boobala. Don't fucking do the starvation as an it's okay if it's to lose weight. Don't fucking do that. It's no. okay, Boobala. I come from a different time. I don't understand. <laughs> I have the right to hit you for that. Oh, you have a lot, the right to do a lot more than just hit me. <laughs> yeah, her puny hands can't do anything. Let me go get a belt. <laughs> I learned that from The Simpsons. Oh, no! <laughs> what's, what's the term? Um, the leverage? Using leverage? Or? No, no. When you learn something from watching TV... That causes kids to, like, hurt each other. Bad influence or something. No, uh, um, God, we're like, you're not supposed to do that thing or else it's, uh, or they can recreate it. I can't remember. Is it recreatable or something? Yeah, something like that. I just watched a Phineas and Ferb episode where they made that joke of, like, no, you can't do that. That can be recreated. Use this. Not standards and practice approved. Yeah, not not SMP approved. It's not that. I mean, it's technically part of that. It's that, but it's definitely different. (laughs) It's a specific wording I'm looking for. I know. I'll remember it when I'm fucking editing this, and I'll put in the fucking note. The term I was looking for was imitatable. Man, I don't know how I couldn't think of that one. Okay, bye. And there's the note. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Determined to hold out for a rescue, he goes to horrifying lengths to survive. He eats insects, kelp, and seagulls. He only ate a spider. And I only remember eating uh, seaweed that one time. He ate rotten fish, too. He did eat a rotten fish. Uh, After fracturing his ankle while attempting to signal an airplane, he amputates his own foot, then realizes he has to eat it to survive. He continues to amputate his own limbs to use as a food source, ingesting the heroin as a crude anesthetic during these operations. Uh, His last few diary entries barely comprehensible, Indicate that Pine has sliced off and eaten both legs, as well as his earlobe, and drools uncontrollably as he ponders which body part to consume next. 
The diary entry ends when he cuts off his left hand to eat it and writes, Lady Fingers. They taste just like lady fingers. The end. I don't get the lady fingers thing. Is that like a term or something? Lady fingers is a type of like dessert, like sandwich cookie kind of thing. Oh, can we get lady fingers? Yeah, we could. Sweet. No, not those kind. All right, I'm not a lady. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. No matter how you say, whatever you say, I made you into a lady, my fair lady. I may, I may, I my fair lady, you, you bitch. <laughs> now get over here and let no, me. No, it's not even that fingers. part. It's that I'm. I know. I'm making a joke at your I expense. Know. Give me them lady, <laughs> those lady fingers. <laughs> feed the bite. Feed the bite. Make you gag. <laughs> Jokes on you. I don't gag. I mean, if I shoved it far back enough, you would. I'm not. What is this? The fucking, uh, that one, like, old fucking vine where it's, like, the guy in the nun mask and the guy's, like, playing with the finger and then shoves it down their mouth? You remember that one? Yes. I, and the thing is, I can't really put that on the audio here because it was it just. It doesn't really work. It's just a guy getting on a fucking lady, on the lady finger. Okay, Sam, do you have any notes or anything? So, my first thought is I'm surprised he died of, like, starvation and drug-induced psychosis, basically. Mm -hmm. If I were to armchair psychiatrist this. Yeah. Because other things he'd most likely die from. Dehydration. He had that all that water. Oh, yeah, he did have... He did have clean water. Overdosing. Yes, that's Because he very... is taking more and more heroin, and his body mass is getting smaller and smaller. Mm -hmm. And he is also going on less and less food. So the fact that he does not just overdose and die at some point. I feel like the last part is him overdosing while, like, dying, honestly. Like, him, like, finally, like, by... I, like, I personally feel like he just bit into his hands, just so fucking doped up, and yeah. just bit in, and it's just... That's, like, the last straw. I don't know. It really leaves you... It leaves it open to what happens, and yeah. to interpretation of, like, what truly happens. Yeah. I think he survived, got his life back together, and goes school to school to say no to drugs. This is what And malpractice. <laughs> this is what happens when... <laughs> this is why you don't fake being gave out fake prescriptions. I Any think other notes? Um, so that was my first thought of the fact that he didn't overdose is surprising, or earlier even. Yeah, fair. Because again, not like he's having a lot of food, and not part of it's not his fault, but not really a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. On top of that, my other note is just how visceral and gross it is, but in a well-written way. Mm-hmm. This is a very well-written story, like. I'll go more into my review honestly later, but like, this is this is a Stephen King or this is this is what King should be known for is stuff like this and not the spooky lamb. Ooh. Um, the other thing that I thought was very interesting. We're is, not dropping the clip. Is as he gets more and more deranged and cutting more and more of himself off, his hands are shaking. Yeah. Partially because of drug use and as he's like sobering up withdrawal, mm -hmm. and also probably as he's losing more and more strength because both drug use and I don't know how much, how many calories, but it's probably not enough. I don't know. I would, I don't know the color can take of. This guy's like, stupid. You're a perpetual food machine. Pick your nose. Eat your hair. It'll just grow back. What an idiot, right? Anyways. Um, Chris is completely right. Yeah, no, that's not even my voice. Don't even. Don't even. This is my voice. <laughs> I'm you, dry. Can you not be a dick? What? I'm not being a dick. I'm just doing inter I'm doing impression. You said that's not your voice, so I decided to try to do your impression. Fair enough. You're right. Yeah. If I was going to be mean, I'd do this. 
Hootie boobity, I'm booby Sam. Fuck was that even? It was mean. That's just weird. Um, <laughs> but Chris, do you think being weird is mean? Is it not? <laughs> what is this hocus pocus too? <laughs> Wait, what? When he says he keeps calling the girls weird, and she's like, "You know that's an insult, right?" And he's like, "It is." I barely remember hocus pocus too. I just remember that part of like, yeah, no, it's insulting. And he's like, "Oh." Anyways, any other notes? Like, that's my main note, so that was just kind of an interesting thing and how mad he is at his own hands at that point, even. Yeah. And also, I know the frustration as someone who does blood draws. I'm not a surgeon, so I don't have to have the exact, like, quite as finesse. Yeah. But there is something when your hands shake that both... It scares people, because... Yeah. Like, I have benign tremors, but they don't shake that bad. But sometimes they can see it, and they're like, you're shaking, and I'm like, it's fine. The fact that you're pointing it out makes it worse. Shut the fuck up, look away. Because you're already going to look away anyways, you little bitch. You're shaking. Like, but I get that frustration of the not having a steady hand with something when you really need a steady hand. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, those are my main notes. All right, Chris. Uh, I'm going to need you to drop some incidental Gilligan's Island music as I do. Popular culture references listed in this story in no particular order. Continental. Glade air fresheners. Opel. Pulsar watches. And McDonald's. That was your popular culture references in no particular order. I hope you dropped the theme song. <laughs> All right, Sam. Uh, I guess I'm going to, uh, since you don't have anything else, uh, random question time. Do you have any questions? I don't. Re- or how long do you think you'd survive if you, that was your only option? Uh, only eating yourself and stuck on an island like that? Yeah. <sighs> Shotgun to the dick. Suicide. <laughs> no, I figured that's what, yeah. Uh, I just don't think I'd, I'd, I just... I'm a person who bored eats, and that would be a very boring place to be. So, uh, yeah, no, I don't think I'd survive. I don't even think I'd want to live. Honestly, I'm in the same boat of, like, I don't think, one, I could cut, like, do a surgery on myself. Yeah. No matter how amount of how much amount of heroin. Yeah. I would at least try to eat myself, but, like, start small, like, with, like, a toe. That's fair. You know? Like... But- would you try to eat yourself to survive? Like, if you could. If I could do it? Yeah. If I was that desperate, maybe. Yeah. Because I've never been desperate enough to consider self-cannibalization, admittedly. I mean, oh yeah, that's a thought that comes every day. Yeah, can I eat myself if the, if the scenario calls? I feel like, especially if I've already amputated the foot. Yeah. My only thing is, wait, it's like, if it's infected, I wouldn't want to eat the foot, though. Eat around it. <laughs> Eat around the gross parts, Sam. Because, like, if that's the point, like, it might just be discolored because of, like, blood and the fracture. Yeah. But if it's infected, I would not eat it, because... I personally think that... So, in the story, he is he thinks it's infected or whatever, getting worse. I personally think he's just getting desperate at this point, and it's like, I'm making an excuse to cut this off, so I have something to eat. That's fair. That's what I personally think. It's up to interpretation, though. Like, it could be infected, for all we know, but at the same time... He's de- if he's desperate enough to eat a rotten fish, I could see him be desperate enough to eat a rotting foot. Yeah, fair. Yeah. I don't know if I could eat, like, an infected foot, but if it was, like, otherwise okay. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what part of your body would you eat first? I said this partially as a joke, and part of me stands by it, but part of me would also think a different body part, but part of me said my ass first, just because I have a lot of extra. There's, there's a lot. There's a, You could spare to lose some ass. Yeah. <laughs> well, because, like, as much as I have a lot here, yeah. one... It's mainly the only stuff. Where's that here? Our folks at my, home don't know where you're pointing. 
Like as is that my fair to say? yeah, that's fair. Like my stomach yeah has a lot of extra fat, but the problem is there's not much meat on there. Yeah, and also recovery wise, I couldn't move much because mm-hmm. that's one of the things is it's not like here at home where I could be like get someone to help me or anything like that. Yeah. That's also something to be considered as recovery time, as well as what can you move without. Mm-hmm. I feel like also parts of, like, maybe my right arm. Yeah. Yeah, she's a lefty, after all. Yeah. Z- Z- Z's a lefty. There. I like Z. Z is, Z is cool. Because I am French. Fire the missile! But I'm that tired. Then take a nap! Fire the missile! <laughs> Anyways. So, that's my thought. What about you? Uh, if I had to eat, what would be the first thing I'd eat? Because I wouldn't want to do like. I want to eat my balls first. I want to have a delicacy. Do yeah. market out oysters? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, to have a little something that's something that's unnecessary technically, especially in a situation like this. I'll keep the PP, but I don't need my balls. Then it might control me from needing to masturbate as much because I'm a chronic masturbator. Straight now, even. Yeah, sorry. Just as we're doing this, it turns me on. <laughs> The sound of my voice. I can't help it. What do you Seth MacFarlane? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> That's Mike Judge. Jerry Seinfeld. Ooh. He likes the sound of his voice. He does. Uh, any white, gonna... white mediocre man. I'm gonna say the problem is a lot of like my extraneous stuff doesn't have much in it, like yeah, nutritional. Because like I mean, balls don't really have that extra. Like I could do tits probably because yeah. nothing like yeah. But again, it's the whole. It, it's mostly fat. Yeah. If you could eat your appendix, would you? Like, if I could safely remove it and yeah, eat it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see why not. Like, you fucking Mortal Kombat pull it out, but it's like a clean, like, pull. Yeah, and then I can stitch it up easy? Yeah. No, no, it's stitched it up on its own. You're, you got Wolverine powers. If I got Wolverine... And, and then it grows Free back. appendix. Yeah. Perpetual food machine. <laughs> see? Perpetual food machine. Just puke it up, eat it, puke it up, eat it. What are we, dogs? Yeah. Anyway. We're awful dogs. <laughs> If I could do that, we're good dogs, but bad people. <laughs> if we could do, th- if I could do that, sure. Yeah. Well, no, that's not. This is this is a stupid scenario. I know. <laughs> I'm saying that, like, yeah. Again, it's an extraneous body part. Yeah. Okay. Um. So let's play a, a, a little game here. Actually. Okay. What's your desert island object for certain things? So, uh, Sam, what would you? What would your desert island video game be? Desert island video game. See, this is a tricky one because I, 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 while you think about it, because I've I've had time to think about this because I wrote these and didn't send them out. Uh, for me, I have two options, kind of thing. Do I want something that I can replay, you know, historically wise, and just have a good time, just continuing to play and maybe level up and max out and shit? If it's that, I would go with Wind Waker or Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. You know, Wind Waker. It seems like oh, oh Chris can beat that like easy, but like one hundred percenting it, I've never I've never done that because I've never taken a picture of every single character in that game for the Pictobox Museum, and doing that would take a long ass time. Yeah, and with Phantom Pain leveling up and gaining everything and finding every soldier would take a long ass time. Yeah, uh, but I'm also thinking to myself, would I maybe want to do something along the lines of a roguelike or roguelite game, a game that doesn't have a true ending and you can like it's hard to 100 percent one of those you know something like a binding of isaac or a hades or something like that but at the same time with those kinds of games i feel like i get burnt out a little quicker because i'm just like tired of doing that that's fair so i think i would probably go with wind waker or phantom pain maybe phantom pain so uh <laughs> when i lose the arm i'll feel the pain <laughs> 
So I'm kind of in a similar scenario because on one hand, part of me goes Skyrim because I can just play that for like hours oh, on end. Yeah, that's a good choice. And just go without like thinking kind mm-hmm. of thing. But then I'm like, I could also do The Sims because that's a very like, there's no clear ending. Yeah, there's no clear ending. I yeah. could go, I could try and do like a strict rules thing. Mm-hmm. I could go, like, they have like scenario stuff where it's like, one of them's like the aliens took your parents and you're a teenager and kids and you have to like get your grades up and like work a school job before the aliens return your parents. Hmm. So you could do one of those. Ooh, Starfield would be a really good one currently. Because that one has, like, so much to do. And visiting every single planet and fucking just finding everything. I, I, you yeah. know what? I might switch it to Starfield. Fair enough. Because even when I finished it and did so much stuff, I wasn't burnt out by it. Yeah. So, yeah, sorry. For, sorry for interrupting. No, you're good. But yeah, those are probably my choice kind of things. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't go with, like, a Harvest Moon or Animal Crossing. My thing is with Harvest Moon... Mm-hmm. I can kind of get burnt out on it. Yeah. Fair. I'll like play it hours and hours on end and then I'll be like, no, nah, I'm done. When I get kind of to a certain point. Fair enough. Animal Crossing kind of has a similar thing mm-hmm. of like once you kind of get to a certain point, the routine becomes boring. Yeah. And especially if you don't have any outside people to yeah, interact that's a with. Yeah, Like if you don't that, have anyone extra. That can burn it out even more. Fair enough. Fair enough. Otherwise, possibly. Like it's one of those I do love those games though. Yeah. Like. What about a Desert Island movie? Uh, as she drinks as I ask this. Sorry. It's okay. No, it's my own fault for asking. I could wait. Uh, movie. Like, what movie could you just put on no matter what and just always watch it kind of thing? Uh, for me, Heavyweights. It's, yeah. It's, for me, it's Heavyweights. I'm I can not always put that on. That. It's, it's such an easy movie to watch. It's something that I could just laugh and have a good time with and doesn't bum me out. Like, that's the biggie. I don't want to be bummed out on the desert island. I want to have that's a good fair. time. Yeah. Or Swiss Army, man. So I can have hope of finding a dead body and making my own Swiss Army Man. And it farting and getting you off the yeah. island. What would I watch over and over again? That's kind of the thing, is because it's like nothing else kind of thing. Chubby Chimp, we get it, okay. Oh, another game? Yeah. Speaking of 100%ing? Yeah. Sorry, Psychonauts. Oh, fuck that, I wouldn't want Psychonauts. It would piss me off too much. True, Meat Circus just fuck. Meat Circus just sucks. Fuck I would Meat ne- Circus. No, because You're of right. Meat Circus, You're I would right. never... Um, Any game that would get me super frustrated, I would not want to bring. That's valid. I'm trying to go back to like what movies would I always put on? Hundred and one Dalmatians, got it. I feel like Encanto. Okay. At least right now. Okay. Encanto. Sing along to it, cry, feel good about everything in the end. Okay. Artists. Your desert island artists. You can have their whole discography with you on this island. All on one single iPod shuffle. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna go back to my iPod nano. So you can at least have the screen. And you're allowed to play the games. So you, have, you can play games. I'm going to oh, go back to my middle school roots of Green Day. Okay. Because I have a bunch of different things, like ranging from serious to I'm bored and masturbation is no longer fun. Yeah. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Gosh, I'm going with either the Ramones or Malvins of just the sheer amount of music they've produced and just how for I think I might go with Malvin's because I feel like with Ramones it's varying of like degrees of like really good to like oh my god what what were they thinking with Malvin's they're pretty consistently good with some like floppy songs but most of them pretty darn good yeah that's kind of where I'm at with Green Day too is they have a pretty decent discography yeah so it's not one of those like oh I'm all through all the music okay yeah with Malvin's it's like so fucking much like I was thinking typo negative but it's like Typo Negative just, like, goes on too long, as much as I love them, but, like, it just, their songs go on for too long, or a little too depressing. Melvins are there to have a good time, and, well, sometimes bum you out. 
Uh, all right. A TV show. You can have an entire series. You get, you have a DVD player with the with the all the complete series. Bluey, got it. If it was a longer series, because <laughs> my thing is, is like again, it's one of those you're stuck on there for a while. Yeah. Well, say you're stuck for a year. What's yours? I'm just gonna, as I think, no longer. <laughs> um, mine. That's a tricky question. I, um, you know, since I have time, I'm gonna get One Piece out of the way. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I'll finally watch One Piece and watch all of it. I'd kind of say that with uh, with Naruto for me. Yeah. You, you're finished... you're allowed to have Shippuden and Boruto with you as well. Cool. I, I feel like that is just fair. That's fair. You know. Uh, I you know I I I, I, I I'm satisfied with uh. With uh, One Piece, because that one I'm more interested in. Fair I, enough. I've watched the majority of Naruto. I've, I've, I've skipped a lot of the filler. Who is that filler bad? I was going to say, I can at least watch the filler, because what what else am I going to do? Uh, then you have to watch the one where they try to unmask Kakashi. I actually enjoyed that as a kid. Yeah, I bet you did. Because I was also like 13, so... Yeah. I remember... Oh, God. I don't know. Like This was like pre-Yu-Gi-Oh! like um, like Yu-Gi-Oh! and uh, Dragon Ball Z Abridged. So this kind of like uh, what it was was like there was this guy who would like it was like like it was like a coming kind of a community they would take Naruto episodes and they would like redub it or whatever mm-hmm. kind of like in the bridge sense but it was like kind of just crude and stupid humor stuff it was just all the worst parts of the poorly aged some of the poorly aged force team four star ones yeah probably because there is some stuff that some people like I'm are like... wondering if this came out around the same time as it because I can't remember what they're called I remember one of the people who did it was B Snipe I think. And I've never tried looking it up because I was just like, ah, oh, this is probably all, like, gone because they use, you know, Naruto footage. You know, probably all gone by now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, all right. And final one for your dessert island, uh, object. Book. Singular book. You can't have a series. You have all this other stuff, but you also have a book. Okay. Yeah. One book that... One book. It can also be a comic book. You can, you can have an omnibus if you want. Okay. <laughs> Tricky, right? Tricky, what, what book are you thinking? Kids, some kind of kids book. Uh, <laughs> I want the One Piece omnibus. That's that's a uh, like two stories high. Just use it to kill seagulls. Yeah, just tip it over. That's how you get your food. Is just using the omnibus. <laughs> um, gosh, I know. I'm like looking at my own bookshelf trying to get some inspiration because like I actually didn't think this one through. I think I'm gonna go with a nonfiction book. I think I want to go with the with Please Kill Me the um what's it called the the punk book I have up there because it's one that I've been wanting to read but it's been really hard to get through because it's just it's really detailed and really good it's just fucking long as all hell but I I, I would choose that one so I can finally read it I'd kind of want to read get one of those you gotta talk to the cam talk to the microphone <laughs> talk to the camera well the camera's right there so talk to it bitch. <laughs> Anyways, I think I'd kind of want to get one of those, like, Barnes & Noble of, like, collection of yeah, stories. that'd be fun. Because I have a bunch of different ones. Yeah. You're looking at my Irish Stories one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or even just Neil Gaiman's Norse Mythology series again. Because that was really good. I'm going to say, I like how he redid them. I can't say how it does to the original, because I've never read the original Poetic Edda. Yeah. And I probably won't, just because it's very, or at least not anytime soon. So, Sam, do you have anything to pair with this book? Anything that might go delectably with this delicious story? Um, if you want a lighter take on being stuck on a quote-unquote deserted island, Animal Crossing New Horizons. 
Yeah, that's not bad. That's actually not bad. Because you're there. It's technically a deserted island, quote unquote. Get the axe. Take off your foot. Eat it. <laughs> they do have cooking in there now. Yum yum yum. yum. <laughs> so you can cook things. Yeah. That was my first thought. Was that okay? Anything else? The stupid Simpsons episode. <laughs> okay. Anything else? That's all I got. Off the top of my head. Speaking of the stupid Simpsons episode, (laughs) loser over here who doesn't like it. Yes, bite me all you all you want. You just can't get it. You look like mankind's mask from wrestling (laughs) with my hand on your face like this. Deranged and sick, and probably homophobic. Hey, (laughs) I'm kidding. It's because of the mask makes you look mysterious and possibly homophobic. Take that last part back. Okay, you don't look homophobic without the mask. The Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors, episode 28, segment 3. Mmm, Homer. I know how much everyone hates this one, but I've started to really like this segment from a really great Treehouse of Horrors. Like, this one is a 3 out of 3 on good segments. All three of them, fantastic choices. Coralisa and Exorcister. Yeah, those are both really good. Like freaking, I I find all three of them fantastic. This is one of the best all around Treehouse of Horrors. I was gonna say, even though I'm not a fan of it, it's still a lot better than some of the other. At least Homer isn't paralyzed and communicating by farting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the one that I was thinking of. Of like, it's definitely. But in this segment, Homer starts eating himself out of desperation, and then he gets Springfield in on it because he's so delicious. Oh, sweet, sweet deliciousness! I think it's a really good one i think it's disgusting and i think i think that visceral reaction is why i like it because i find that uh, getting some kind of reaction besides just laughter is good especially with the trials of horrors i should feel horrified guess what i'm fucking horrified at the concept of homer enjoying eating himself and slowly becoming less and less of a man that is horrific trials of horrors that's fair 100 percent good like, that's, that's why we'll defend this one. It's so horrific in that sense. And that's why it works. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Mm, segment over. Uh, my next one is Resident Evil. This isn't going to make sense unless you've played the original game. There is someone who's writing a diary entry where... And I'm just specifically referencing this one diary entry where he's, like, very, like, normal and stuff. He's like, oh, we're going to play poker later on. And they're like, oh, we're being forced to stay in here because there's been, a you know, an outbreak. And we're like, what the fuck? And then slowly his mind starts deteriorating. He starts being like, uh, what's called, see his stupid face, eat face, haha. Then he says, itchy, itchy tasty. Mm, bye. That's where you're saying itchy tasty. Yeah, itchy tasty. That's where that's from. Okay. So uh, I find that specific diary entry kind of makes me think of this, of just the deterioration into a zombie. Well, and he is also talking about, like, how much the amputation itches originally, too. Yeah, he even says that. He was like, the pain I can live with. The itching. I will claw off my own. As someone who's had really big wounds that itch like fucking crazy, my one burn I had that was fucking, like, giants from my work, that itched, like, so fucking crazy. Because, you know, it's trying to heal over. I lived with eggs about, you know, the feeling. Yep. Uh, and then my final one is a very obvious one, which Sam's going to go, oh, duh. Castaway. Yeah. While reading the story of an unfortunate castaway, it gave me the subtle thoughts of the movie. Castaway starring one Tom Hank, who does pee in this movie. <laughs> 
Both stories star folks doing their best to survive a terrible wreck through any means necessary. Yeah. So, I find that to be a pretty decent pairing, and it's also a really yeah. good movie. Wilson! That's where we got our... That's where we named Wilson after. It was after Wilson from that movie. Beautiful. Beautiful dog. I All wish right, I met him. Yeah, it was too late. Yeah. Uh, Sam, uh, what is your ratings and reviews of this story? So, again, this story is disgusting in that visceral, like... He's doing what he needs to survive. And it puts you in the perspective of a man that will do anything to survive. He even talked about it at the beginning of how he'd do under, even before he started selling illegal prescriptions and blanks, he was doing other stuff under the table to make ends meet and to survive. He's a survivor. And that's very much not something that I'm used to. Like, I don't have that kind of streak in me, Mm -hmm. but I've also been in a very different position than he is. So, yeah. And that was very fascinating to me. It's not for me. This is not a story I would pick out and read for myself. Yeah. That being said, it's very well crafted. Again, it gives me that visceral gross feeling, which it's supposed to. Like, that's the point of it. So I'd probably give it a solid four and a half out of five. All right. Uh, are you happy you got to read something adult? Yes. It is <laughs> nice not having a, she was sad. <laughs> he was sad because he missed his foot. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't, yeah. This has to be one of the more grim, realistic stories I've read. It's laden with black humor to make it a sinister treat to, so as to not completely ruin the reader's appetites. I could not put this one down. It's a gripping story that'll leave you wanting seconds. Its anticlimactic ending works wonders, leaving the reader to wonder what is left of poor Richard. This has to be the best Stephen King short story I have ever read. I give it five ladyfingers out of five. And that's the that's the episode. Thank you for joining us this week on Survivor Type. Maybe you want to hear us uh, read some other short stories? Leave it down in the comments. We'll read. If you have a book, a collection of short stories you'd like us to read, recommend it to us. We'll, I'll pick it up eventually and maybe uh, we'll read some. But if you join our Patreon, patreon.com slash drunkenbookclub, and pitch in a dollar on there... We will take your recommendation even more so. Um, and also you get a bonus episode every week. Also, sometimes multiple bonus episodes. This week there was multiple bonus episodes, just so you know. Or past week. Past two weeks ago. <laughs> no, no, it was past week. It was past week. Um, because it was just this week that I did it. So it would be last week. Yeah, and you can also join us on Twitter at dbc underscore pod i'm also on blue sky under the same name and also on uh what's it called you can find our podcast and many different videos on youtube as well just look up drunken book club you'll find our podcast immediately i did it and found our podcast immediately it's pretty great it's actually super easy to get all the all the episodes on uh on youtube i just had to drop the rss feed did not know that was an option on there so make uh putting drunk uh disney movie muses on there pretty quick sweet easy and we also have a coffee, a coffee, at a Drunken Book Club as well. On there, if you pitch us the exact amount of a book, we'll get that one immediately and do an episode pretty much immediately. As soon as we can, depending on schedule. Pretty much. I mean, I'm willing to drop a book. I'm willing to drop help. I'm trapped in Santa's body. That's fair. <laughs> but I will not drop the Thanksgiving storybook that we have coming up, or Trolls Roller Coaster one. That's fair. Because those ones, those those are just perfect. All right, Sam. You can find me on Twitter, Blue Sky, and Tumblr. Very, all three of them. Really, I haven't been on much. 
at Berserker Rose. You're better for it. I mean, I'm on Discord. Is it really that better? No, that's worse. That's worse. And honestly, that's almost as bad as Reddit. Yeah, I said it. I would say it. Come at me at the comments. Leave a comment to say how wrong I am. <laughs> We're getting engagement. We're getting engagement. Look, look, they're typing it. <laughs> uh, that was a joke, so don't, don't correct me, Sam. Um, yeah, and then you can follow our buddy Weiss at Force Left Hander. Drop the E on Hander. He's on YouTube and Instagram. He posted something new weeks ago, and I hope he has something new soon. And you can also follow our buddy Brandon at Eldritch Maid, M-A-I-D, on Twitter and Instagram, not Instagram, uh, Blue Sky, and I believe TikTok as well, and uh, see how his uh, game development stuff is going. Yeah. And Sam, what's uh, anything you guys say? Lady fingers are a key ingredient in tiramisu if you've ever had tiramisu. I don't think I've ever had tiramisu. But this is what they look like. They're pretty plain on their own. Oh, they look like lady fingers. Yeah. <laughs> they taste like them too. Dainty. Yeah, you wouldn't know anymore. I don't My fingers have changed. Yeah. Even though I've done nothing. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Sam, do you have a song we should go up on? I'm a survivor. I'm gonna make it. I can't. I don't know off the top of my head. That's the song. Destiny's Child Survivor. Yeah. Okay. Duh. What else? Is he really surviving, though? Do the monkey with me. <laughs> my point still stands.